James Gunn, how do you keep punching me in the heart? Emma Stone and Jonah Hill together in a comedy? Deadpool 2, the Han Solo movie, and the $1 billion TV show has a premise. All of this and so much more on the Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directive. Get plugged in. Rock, paper, scissors, 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 sciss
Yeah, but we would have to hit them hard enough to break the glass. Then we'd have broken glasses. We'd have our little pop, yes, but now both of our bugs would be... But something magical would happen. I'd have to get the broom and a mop. <laughs> how is that magical? <laughs> There's nothing magical Harry about Potter that. owns a broom, so obviously it is magical. Oh, no, not at all. Yes, it is. Not at all. But Livy, Trash Panda... <laughs> Why does James Gunn have to keep punching me in the heart? I don't know. Why does James Gunn? I just okay. So so last week, th- th- I think this is the only spoiler I will give today about Infinity Wars. This is this is not going to be an Infinity War spoiler show. Uh, so so for the next fifteen seconds, put your fingers in your ears and go la 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 la. If you haven't seen the movie yet. Right now, I'm serious. Put your fingers in your ears and go la, 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 la. I don't want you to spoil this for you. Okay, so so last week I talked about how at the end of Infinity War, as Groot is dying, uh, he says something to Rocket. He says, I am Groot to Rocket. And a fan asked, what was Groot saying to Rocket? Yeah. Uh, and he was saying, Dad. So James Gunn tells us that he's saying Dad. Now, I didn't quite understand that fully because I thought it was a little odd of – well, why is this this character that's just traveled the galaxy together? They're just mm. buddies. Why would he think he's dead? So, so then I found something else in that article that just punched me in the heart. I don't know what James Gunn is doing. Essentially, what James Gunn tells us is a fan was inquiring about, no, 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 Groot can't die. You just plant the stick and he grows again. And James Gunn's like, no, Groot is dead. That is Groot's son. So, what? so the character that we loved in Guardians of the Galaxy, the character that, that we just wanted to take home and snuggle uh, with, our group, everybody wanted their own Groot. See, he is actually dead. That makes so much more sense. And not only that, that does mean that we can make many groups. But they can make they, they millions of groups. We could, but they're 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 not the same Groot. I thought this was now okay. Well, this is like Groot just has to grow up again. No, this is a whole new Groot. This is Groot's son, baby Groot is not Groot. I am so disappointed. Wow, you really are, aren't I you? I am. I, why would he trick me? That this wasn't in the movie. They don't fill us in with this stuff as we're watching it. Why do I have to get it on Twitter from James Gunn? I don't. I don't. They know. don't read his Twitter feed. Ah, punches me. He, he he straight up Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doomed my heart is what he did. Squish, squish, squish. That's my heart. It's gone. <laughs> he just squished it and it wiggled oh away. It's horrible. Don't read the Twitter feed. That's all oh. you need to do. Just not read that Twitter feed. Punches me in the heart. Okay. Let, let's move on. Move on to what? There's nothing else now. Now that I found that Groot is dead. Why, why even go on? Like, what's the point of the show? Groot's dead, people. No, he's not. He is. James Gunn said that Groot from the original Guardians of the Galaxy I is dead. I don't care what James Gunn says. He's the creator. He made Groot. And then he killed Groot without really telling us because we think baby Groot is just Groot growing up again. You but know what? No. no. Groot no. is dead. All right. You. Stop it. Absolutely stop it. I'm stopped. Well, good. Because you know what? If I want to enjoy Groot, all I have to do is go onto the computer and put Guardians of the Galaxy on. And then I can watch Groot all over again. But that's it. He's now dead. So what? I know. I need to move on. I need to go to some Ryan Reynolds love because my man crush always makes me happy. Now, so Deadpool 2 just came out, right? Yes. Deadpool 2 came out. I... 
cannot endorse people going to see this movie, however. Now, as much as I love Ryan Reynolds, I do. I love him in The Proposal. I wish he could do more stuff that was clean because he was fantastic in that. He just tends to steer towards the stuff that, well, as Captain America would say... Language! Wait a minute. So we, we, we talked about this because we both enjoyed the first movie but neither of us saw it at the movie at the cinema yeah, the we, we, we knew it was going to be a little so bit so we waited until we could get it on dvd because then we knew we could fast forward through pieces that we'd heard about now i still really enjoyed the movie i thought it was really funny the language was terrible it was quite gory not as bad as the expendables actually i didn't think but there was there was things that we definitely fast forwarded through. Yeah. And so when this one was coming out, we we were like, well, should we go see it? And we kind of both came to the same conclusion that no. No, we're not going to go and pay money to sit in a movie theater which then we're going to have to leave because it's just not Good. Yeah, we really try to watch just the sexual content that goes into mm-hmm. our and, and, and really that that's the majority of it. A lot of times the the gore, it, it doesn't bother me. Now now the language though, I would like to to get rid of that because I do when I'm driving. Sometimes I, I curse at times and I don't like that. But I think it's because then when you're surrounded by it and when you watch shows like that where they drop it just in jest and in humor, it becomes a part of your vocabulary as well. At least maybe even under your breath, but it, it shouldn't even be there for, for me. At and least. it's also problematic because when you do want to sit downstairs, and of course our children, little both children, like Deadpool, they don't really know that much about Deadpool. To well, really he's in understand. the Lego. He's in the Marvel. Why Avengers they like him? Lego but they game. only know about him because obviously he plays silly pranks on all the other Lego characters. So obviously that's Deadpool, and that's what it's all about. But we're trying to watch the movie down here, and you can hear the kids upstairs listening to Deadpool going beep 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 beep, beep. and it's not exactly the best role model. No, so not at all. We decided that we're going to go. We're not actually going to go see the movie, which I know sometimes we go and see them early for you guys. Trust me, we really did think long and hard about this. But we're not going to go and see it. We're going to wait until it comes out on DVD so we can do the obligatory fast forwarding because we read this review and. Well, yeah, the, the, the main review on IGN says Deadpool 2, crassier, gorier, sexier, but funnier than the first. So, so yes, it is a funny movie. We, yes. we, we know this. Ryan Reynolds is a funny guy. He's, a, he's hilarious. Yeah. But it's crassier, gorier, or crasser, not crassier. That's, uh, yeah, crassier is not good. Crasser. Uh, so, so there's just more stuff in it that's bad. It has, a, I think, what's the, is it 18 up or is it a, a 16 up no, over it's here? it's 18. Okay, so it has an 18 rating. I'm sure in the States it's probably the same thing in our rating. Parents, please just be very wary. I would not take any children under 16. Uh, if you have a 16-year-old, that's really at your discretion. I think they are pretty much grown up at that point to where it, it's, it's your call. But under 16, I, I think you should really steer clear of Deadpool 2. Oh, actually, Deadpool 2 has a 15 rating over here, I would not, which is shocking. I would not take a 15-year-old. Um, the BBFC Insight says strong bloody violence, sex references, very strong language. So only sex references in this one, though, which actually that's surprising. Hmm. Whereas the first one, there was blatant sexualness happening. Yeah. And who wants to see a naked Ryan Reynolds? I do. I do. I'm just kidding. He's my man crush. I don't want to see him naked, though. No. 
Except for his abs. Holy cow, that guy's got a six-pack, man. Yeah, but you can't see it under you all the prosthetics. You can wash your clothes on those abs. Under all the prosthetics <laughs> of all that weird kind of like, you no, know. No, I, I know, I know. But guys guys like to admire stuff like that when they see a dude that's just ripped and yoked. You're like, man, that kid, the guy is just ripped and shredded and and uh, just something Lovely. we aspire to be without ever having to work out. I could be that someday. Here, I'm going to sit on my couch and play video games and... Every time I reach for that bag of potato chips, oh yeah, it's a workout right there. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, let's get let's some, move on. Let's get to some headlines let's for the move week. On. I think we should get to our headlines and I have a I list so somewhere too. of headlines. Well, I'm going to go first then. Why do you get to go first? Because you just talked about Deadpool. Um, but that wasn't really a headline. That well, was just luck. our banter and family so, review. Um, <laughs> go. So the new Lord of the Rings series that Amazon bringing out that's like one billion dollars. Yeah. So really, really expensive. And we were trying to figure out what are they going to do? Where are they going with this? Okay. It is now being reported. It's going to be focusing on a young Aragon. Oh, nice. So you go to the Strider store. That's really a deep pool to pull from. That's awesome. Yeah. See, here's the thing. In uh, the, the Return of the King... He was sitting about 80-plus years old. Oh, that's right, because he doesn't age the same. And he no. actually fought in battles with all the people, exactly. kings of old. Oh, so nice. are we going to be looking at him as a teenager, as a 30-something, as a 50-something, as a 70-something? What are we looking at here? Yeah, but here's the thing, though. He, he would look the same back then as he did in Lord of the Rings. How can you recast that? They're not that? using. I know. How can you recast him, though? It's Vigo. Vigo Mortensen. Yes. It's hard to recast that guy. I haven't seen him in a lot recently, though. No, I know, but he, well, whatever he was in, though, he always did it really well. I mean, but just, just think, though. So a billion dollars for a TV show, right, plus the $250 million that Amazon paid for the rights. Like, like, no pressure, though, Mr. Director. No pressure, Mr. and Mrs. Actor. You know, just just don't suck and go down as the biggest bust of all time. Go but have some fun. Thing. Like, They've holy already cow. confirmed holy five cow. seasons. I know. Well, you, five seasons. Well, when you pay $250 million for the rights, you've got to commit something yeah, to it. But but if season one is tanks terrible, terrible, what do you do? You're like, well, we're just going to make four more seasons of crap. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's hard. It's a huge gamble because again, it you is. do you need you need the perfect director. You need the actors to be spot on. There, there's no wiggle room here. No. I mean, you, you've already committed so much to that. That's just an amazing. It's mm-hmm. just scary. I mean, I, I think it's going to do well. I really hope it does well because uh, the content they're pulling from it really is deep. There's a lot there. There's some amazing stories to tell about Middle Earth. And I'm really excited to see, again, uh, just some of the stories of Aragon that were talked about in The Lord of the Rings. Uh, my headline, just Destiny 2. Uh, on top of the Warmind update, for those that are still playing Destiny 2, I really do recommend getting back into it because they've made a lot of steps in the right direction. I've really enjoyed the new the new update. But they're bringing bounties back, which I know you really enjoyed from Destiny 1 in July, uh, as well as a seasonal event dubbed Solstice of Heroes. Two new things. If you haven't even gotten into Warmind yet, there are uh, the Escalation Protocol. There's a good two and a half hours of new campaign to play. Really good stuff to grind for. Crucible's been reworked, new exotics, however. It is way too difficult. To the point where the heroic strikes are now so difficult that they're no longer enjoyable. Bungie, can you hear me? I don't want to do the heroic strikes anymore because they're so bad and so difficult that I am now 
just gone, no, I'm not enjoying this anymore. They, they are really no hard point. now. They, 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 what they did is they made things very uh, – the light levels for their higher stuff really high. Uh, and the level that you can get to after the campaign, it's pretty low. And there's not much middle ground as far as for grinding any new content to get your light level up, which makes you a stronger character. So and so when you, yeah, when you play the strikes, you get beat like up pretty good. People like me who don't play Crucible all the time – you're well, you don't need really to play the Crucible. Pretty much screwed when it comes to getting your light level to those really high levels in a shorter amount of time. And therefore, you can't complete most of the quests to get through the remain quest line. No, really, though, the, the way you power up Crucible doesn't help you. It's the power engrams you get weekly. I that's what will power that. you up. And that's what will make that. the heroic strikes more enjoyable. I do enjoyable. understand that. But at the end of the day, I mean, I'm now at a light level of. Oh, three. 46, probably. 47, maybe. Well, some of my stuff's over 350 at the moment. But your, your character's but, probably yeah. about 346. Yeah, right? something okay. like that. And I'm still going. There's There are quest lines that I'm supposed to be doing right now for light level of 310, which I should be able to do with ease. Yeah. And I am dying consistently. And I'm not a crappy player here. I'm not somebody who's just like, oh, I'm going to die every few seconds because I'm just going to shoot everything and not really shoot. I'm I'm a good sniper. I can hit those things down the line. I'm, I'm good. I'm not great at close combat, but that's never been my thing. I'm sneaky and I just do things from a distance. Okay, so what? One of the other things that I was really excited to read about is um, we're going to talk a bit more about Solo later on. Um, because we've got tickets for the movie next week, so we're going to be talking about Solo. And we're going to see it on Thursday night, yeah. so we'll record on... on uh, actually, we'll record probably right after we see we it We will. Okay. Um, but one of the characters that a lot of people are talking about is Donald Glover, who we absolutely adore, the Childish Bambino. I love the Donald Childish Glover. The Childish Gambino. You know, I never knew him as that. I always know him as Troy. Yeah. Troy and Arbed. Troy so, and Arbed in um, the He's playing Lando Calrissian. And apparently, he is so charismatic as Lando, they have decided to give him his own movie. This is amazing. And I just saw his pop vinyl, I, and it made me happier than I should have been to see a a Troy, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Lando Calrissian, Lando Calrissian pop, pop vinyl. vinyl. That made me excited. Okay. I know. So we're going to so talk happy. about that a little bit more. Um, I've got some thoughts before we go and see it, but I'm going to go back to you. You go and do your thing now. Do my thing. Well, here's on a sort of good, sort of bad thing. Stan Lee has sued POW Entertainment for $1 billion. Now, Stan Lee actually co-founded POW Entertainment. And if you don't know much about Stan Lee in the last couple of years, one, his wife passed away. Yeah. He's had managers that have been siphoning money away from him, tens of millions of dollars out of his estate. There's like vultures circling him. It's really a, been a terrible thing. I've, I saw pictures of him at, at, at comic conventions, and he was just getting handled by his people and shuttled places, and he looked sick, and he wasn't feeling well, but he was still forced to do a lot of this. Mm -hmm. and, and I think people have really been mistreating him. So to me, I, I'm not a huge fan of frivolous lawsuits because a billion dollars sounds pretty excessive for a lawsuit. What is POW? Uh, POW Entertainment, it's just a large entertainment organization that Stanley helped co-found. They're into to media, movies, TV, merchandising, okay. I've never all kinds even of heard stuff. Of them, so now, okay. now, now what happened is apparently they alleged they, the company allegedly stole his name and likeness uh, so they could uh, so they could sell the entire company to a Chinese firm uh, without Stanley's approval. So this has all happened, and it's just something where 
you, you feel for the guy. I mean, he's the curator of our childhood. I mean, you think of what Stan Lee brought to us from the time we were little, through the comics he brought, through the cartoons he brought, now to the movies. Uh, to me, at least, Stan Lee, like, shaped part of my childhood. Yeah. And to see what he's had to go through in the last few years with, again, like, vultures circling him, trying to just pick every dollar off of him. It's, it's been sad, and I, I really hope he gets something out of this just to help him in the last few years of his life because it's it's been really sad these last yeah. couple of years for him. That is sad. That's really sad. Okay, we're not going to stay on sad subjects because no. that's, that's just lowering the tone here. No, I know, but I, I just still I we want people to know you, we do. We, lo- we love St- we love Stanley. We, we, we love what he's created. We love uh, just the world that he's let us uh, disappear into at times when we needed that. Yeah. Uh, going on to Netflix, I'm liking Netflix at the moment. They're coming out with some brilliant stuff. There is a lot of new content they're going to be dumping on us in the next year. Starting off, this made me so happy. DreamWorks have got their hands on a certain little TV show. One that I enjoyed as a kid. DreamWorks? DreamWorks What are they doing? They're going to be doing a new series of She-Ra. Of She-Ra? And they've sold it to Netflix. So we have an updated version of She-Ra, She-Ra. She-Ra, Didn't she do crossovers with He-Man? Well, she was He-Man's sister. Yeah, oh, okay, so so as long as He-Man is in it, I will be okay with that. Oh, man, I loved She-Ra as a kid. I loved, I, I still do enjoy Masters of the Universe, but She-Ra is back. So that was exciting for although, me. Although, have you seen the gentle giant, uh, the new statues from, from He-Man? Now, I've never yeah. been a huge, the, the toys have always been a little bit cheesy, but holy cow, the Orko gentle giant butt, uh, bust looks phenomenal. I mean, yeah. amazing, amazing looking stuff they're coming out with yeah. for that. Hopefully DreamWorks really follows some of those looks because they were, they were, they were amazing. Yeah, they were cool. sick. Uh, another one they're coming out with, another animated <sighs> series. I can't believe they're doing this. The Fast and the Furious animated series. What? Give it up. You are not a good movie franchise. No, come on. They, they have been a fun movie I franchise. I love you, Vin Diesel, but bad. Bad, 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 You bad. cannot knock Paul Walker and Vin Diesel. Bad. Done with that series. Now, now what I don't there like. There are like three series in, in franchises. Series. Franchises. The Fast and the Furious, Mission Impossible, and The Bournes. Could just do without. All of them. No. Now, speaking of Mission Impossible, did you know Mission Impossible, what is it, 6, 7? Wait, I hadn't finished. 10. They just dropped a trailer. You can get back to yours in a minute. But Mission Impossible, they just dropped a trailer. Come on. No. No what? I am done. I am so done. I was done after number three. Yeah, but there's Henry Cavill in it. Don't care. I think he could pull the tone up. No. Now, Now, you were talking about how good Angela Bassett is last week. She's in this. No. Along with Simon Pegg and Ving Rhames. What, Simon Pegg, you've got nothing but love for Simon Pegg. They can salvage this. No, now, I, know I no- don't have nothing but love for Simon Pegg. What's wrong with Simon Pegg? I love Simon Pegg, but he's made a few bad choices, including keeping on with Mission Impossible. I'm sorry, I have not watched the last, what, seven of them? And I refuse to. <laughs> I, th- I think, because it I think just this is, is six. I want to say being, this is six. It's like, it's like an old piece of, of, of dental floss now. You can't keep using the same piece of dental floss. It no longer works. It's putting crap between your teeth. Now, that, that is one thing, though, with uh, Tom Cruise's character choices in the last couple years. 
You, you have him as Ethan Hunt in Mission Impossible. You have him as Jack Reacher. You have him as whatever he was in Oblivion and Edge of Tomorrow. And they all feel like the exact same character. Now, those movies were good. I, I did enjoy Edge of Tomorrow, which was called something else over here. Live, Die, Repeat, Leave, I think. Repeat. Uh, Oblivion was fun. The Jack Reachers have been fun. But I it, liked it's him all... in The Mummy, but actually and in The, the Mummy, mummy as well. he did something a little different. Still and at the really. end, if they carry on the series using the character that he becomes at the end, if you haven't seen The Mummy, I'm not going to tell you any more than that. That could be interesting. It would be fun. And I enjoyed him getting beat up to all heck by the very, very wonderful, um, I can't think of his name, uh, Russell. Russell Crowe? Yes. Okay. Russell Crowe. But again, yeah, that, that was that fun. Love. But but his characters are the same. I, I yeah. don't I don't feel anything different. When you look at Johnny Depp and he goes from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory to Pirates of the Caribbean, I mean, you wouldn't even think that was the same actor between no. Jack Sparrow and and uh, and uh, Willy Wonka. Yeah, I guess. I but, but Tom those Cruise doesn't three, have those any three depth. entities. It's like Matt Damon. I love Matt Damon. Uh, I know. He's not an action hero. I, just, no. I like the Bournes. The no. Bournes are fun. No. All right. Fin- finish now. That that was my... you got to do two in a row now because I cut you off to get that one in. Well, I'm ca- carrying on with my Netflix rundown. So, uh, Lost in Space Season 2, been confirmed. Slanta Clarita Diet. I, I know you haven't seen this one yet. I'm not a zombie person whatsoever. I can't stand zombies, in fact. I've watched... Um, Shaun of the Dead, but anything other than Shaun of the Dead, I just can't stand it. And when you mentioned this one to me originally, I was like, no way, I'm not watching that. I don't care if it's Drew Barrymore. I'm just not watching it. It's to do with zombies. And I was like, hey, we should sit down and watch this together. It's a, it's a show that's it's got and some... And so it went on a few months, and I was just like, I had nothing else to watch. I thought, I'll just give it a go. Oh, my gosh. So, so, so funny it is it's not a show i would recommend to younger viewers whatsoever but it had me in stitches really did lots of bad language unfortunately and very 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 gory in places but it was really funny it's really funny (laughs) so season three makes me happy because i want to find out what happens to mr ball legs glow season two coming up didn't watch the first season well i did it was interesting but i'm not you know, it's kind of, let's see what they do with that one. Orange is the New Black, season six, which I know a lot of people have been waiting for. Again, not a child-friendly show whatsoever. Um, but a lot of people are excited that one's coming back. Arrested Development, season five, which we'd already talked about. Talked about that one but we bit. just found out that a load of the cast members, including Michael, are going to be at MCM Comic-Con doing a panel on Saturday. Yeah, Jason Bateman and, and Michael Sarah are all going to be yeah. there. And, and It's like insane. I couldn't believe that they managed to get them. Um, so we've got Will Arnett, there we go, yeah. Jessica Walter, who's Lucille, Michael Sarah, George Michael, Aaliyah Shawcat, I hope I pronounced that properly, who's maybe Tony Hale as Buster, and Jason Bateman, Michael, all going to be at MCM Comic-Con on the Saturday. They're a doing a panel, panel yeah, at be a 3 fun, o'clock. I'm really excited about that panel now. Um, so that, I just literally found that out tonight. I was like shocked they're going to have those, so all good to there. Uh, Jessica Jones, Season 3. Luke Cage. Iron Fist, Season 2. Daredevil, Season 3. And The Punisher, Season 2. I've not heard anything about Luke Cage. Well, no, their season two actually starts in either June or July. Okay. Um, and then Stranger Things season three has been confirmed for this year, which 
I think they're wrapping filming now because it has a yeah. uh, an October release. I think the filming is most of the way done or I think so. wrapping at this point. I but think but so. that one, again, I'm not into horror or those type of movies, but, but yeah. Stranger Things has been amazing. Uh, the other one that I'm really interested to see and I'm quite excited about is one called Maniac. It's featuring Emma Stone and Jonah Hill, which you don't generally see those two in a TV show. Emma Stone and Jonah um, Hill. The, okay. the two characters are restricted to a mental institution who managed to create fantasy worlds to escape the isolation of their insular existences. That was a bit of a tongue twister. That was. Um, it's actually a comedy. So well, it has Emma Stone, Emma Stone and Jonah Hill. It's Jonah going to Hill be a comedy. As crazy people in a mental institution. Yeah, Jonah, you, you, it's not going to be a drama. You got Jonah Hill. The last time he was in a mental institution, he kind of screamed like a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another yeah. funny movie so with i was I'm, I'm really excited about those so there's there's more than that but just they're coming out with such good content at the moment it's just come keeps coming keeps coming are you done uh i am and then yes for now okay well the, the last headline then <laughs> that should be our last headline until geeking out i think right yes okay thank you uh it is shazam <laughs> Shazam. Shazam. It's, well, it, it's one of the DC movies that you say you would actually go and watch and see. It finished shooting. Only it just wrapped. Because it's Zach Levi. It's Zach Levi. So for me, that is awesome. I loved him in Chuck. I didn't watch him in Heroes. I saw a couple episodes and never really got into the Heroes Reborn. No. Uh, he, he ran a game show on the Comedy Channel for a while, which I can't think of the name of that game show. But he, he he's just been a, a, a great... I guess if you want to say role model for, for kids to look at, he's he's heavily invested in charities. He's heavily invested in giving back. What I love about, again, this industry is you find these people like Zach Levi. They just want to bring a little light. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at some of the charities that he's been involved in. It just spans from children's hospitals to cancer research to uh, Operation Smile uh, and on and on. He's got about a dozen charities that he is still active in right now where he will go not only give of his, of his money, but also give of his time. And it's really refreshing to see people like that. They can take their status as characters and pop culture icons and now superheroes because mm-hmm. he's going to be Shazam, AKA Captain Marvel. I know it's so confusing, right? This is, this is, yeah, no, we're not going to, we're not, we're not going to go on that. that. Okay. But really that, that is what his name is. I'm not sure they're going to call him that in the movie though. Um, but yeah, so Zach Levi, uh, really check him out. If, if you like to see people that, that they give back and give of themselves that, that have these platforms, Zach Levi really is one of those that's way up there on my book. Yeah, definitely. Love him. And I love him in Tangled. Yes, it's Flynn Rider. Again, the movie I have now probably seen more in my life than anything else because we had a daughter that wanted nothing more than to have that movie on replay and repeat. And and have her just like... Oh, my goodness. Rapunzel. I think she's, she's regretting that choice now. Yeah, she's telling me I want it cut off, Mom. Yeah, now, now that yeah. she sees, she has to plait it and comb it and brush it. What it yeah. takes for hair that's even you know two feet long. What what it takes to yep. put into that. Um, so I'm going to talk about Solo. We've got less than a week till it opens, and I was kind of contemplating that this week in the fact that we went and bought our tickets for Thursday, and we're going to take the kids again. But I'm just shocked how little there's really been about this movie out there. I haven't like seen the advertisement hasn't been there and you know the trailers do look really good but 
after all the controversy with the original directors quitting because they wanted to make it more like Guardians of the Galaxy and Mark Disney weren't into that, so they hired Ron Howard, who refilmed over 70% yeah, of it. It was as high as 80% from what I heard, um, which actually doubled the production budget, and that could you know, be why you're not seeing... I'm not surprised why it's not happening. I mean, I love Ron Howard. Um, I've got great respect for that man um, all the way back to place things like Willow, even in Happy Days. I mean, he was always great. And, you know, even in Arrested Development. Yeah. We're bringing it he full circle. Does good there stuff. we go. Um, and I love the character of Han Solo. He's always been one of my favorites, but I'm honestly worried. Yeah, I'm really I'm going in with very tempered expectations on this movie. But but I have a lot of hope because what Ron Howard did is he didn't just reshoot 30% and try to make something work that wasn't there. He's like, you know what? What what we have is not the direction that Lucasfilm wants to go. It's not the direction I want to go. So I'm going to make this my movie. And since he's been able to do that, I think that th- that's actually encouraged me a little bit to think that this movie will be a lot better than I think. My problem is with this is that, you know... Disney now haven't bought Star Wars. Um, I know not a lot of people are into episodes one, two, and three. I understand that. I get it. Um, And I understand why. And there were some significant problems with those movies. There really were. However, Star Wars is the movies of my childhood. I remember every single day my brother would come home from school and we'd sit and watch the VHS tape that was near to worn out. I think he even broke the VHS player one time (laughs) with the tape because we kept watching it over and over and over. And I never got bored with it. I absolutely never got bored with it. But the weird thing is with Disney is that we've had some brilliant new movies like Rogue One. Rogue One was amazing. It wasn't a kid's movie though. No, it absolutely it was, it wasn't was a, a kid's movie. It still held the feel of Star Wars, but was a totally different take on Star yeah. Wars. Um, but we had The Force Awakens, which really brought my love of Star Wars back because it was, you know, it was more towards the original stories. You know, you could see the love and passion that had gone into making it. You could see the, the puppets and the props and everything else. And it was far more the Star Wars I knew and loved. Well, it made you feel like it was happening right after episode six, which it, yeah. it, it, in some ways it was a little beyond that. But the, but the, the, the way they made it feel... You could have watched episode six and gone into episode seven and you wouldn't have felt any different as far as the feel of the movie. Yeah. But then we've got The Last Ju- um, the last Jedi. And for me, the jury's still out on that one. I liked and it. And why is that, though? Why, why, why well, do you... I liked it and I didn't. You know, Princess Leia is not Superman. She's definitely not Star-Lord. So how on earth she... I, I know she has force, the force within her. I know she has force powers. But that whole scene with her flying through space... That was a bit odd. That kind of made me go, no. Now, there were scenes like when um, Admiral Hodo went... Is it Hodo? Hondo? She went and she um, she went to light speed and broke the, the mega death destroyer, whatever it was Spoiler called. Spoiler alert. Oh, come on. Everybody's seen it by now. I know. It was, was, was Snoke's ship. Yeah, it was, Snoke's ship. It was a magical moment. I mean, the the silence and then the pop. The visuals were beautiful. Oh, visually it was stunning. And, I mean, there were there were moments and there are... I mean, you can't not like Poe Dameron. You can't not like Finn. You can't not like Ray. And even you, you kind of feel for um, Kylo Ren... But at the same time, it all just felt a little disjointed. 
So I kind of felt like, huh, and what... We've got these tickets for next week. We've got the tickets for Solo. And I'm looking forward to sitting down in that cinema and having that shiver run down my spine as the opening music starts. And the crawl. As those crawl, crawl come, comes, starts coming yeah. down. But it is really with a little apprehension that what was magical about the movies of my childhood might be getting lost within the dollar signs of the Disney execs. No, but here's something cool then, if, if that's what you, you fret, is that I saw this quote that came out of Lucasfilm that said, quality is more important than profits. And that's why they allowed Ron Howard to go and do what he did was so that but he, that's he could Lucasfilm, really... But that's Lucasfilm, not Disney. I know. And we've already seen Disney flogging horses i know but 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 they they let they let ron howard do this they could have said no you just make 20 30 percent reshoots i know and not not double the budget of this movie but but they they wanted to make something i understand that but the thing is is that as much as i appreciate us getting some of these backstories and getting some more of the visuals from the from all of this thing i mean originally lucas said that the star wars stories were nine episodes you know, we knew from day one, as soon as it said that was episode four was the first story, we were told there were nine stories altogether. Okay, so next year we should be seeing episode nine, which should be the last of the original of the of the Star Wars set. But yet we're now getting these little infiller movies and we're now getting these other series. And yes, you know, there some of the animated series is, you know, I'm a big fan of Star Wars Rebels. I think it's one of the most brilliantly and well thought out and story driven animations out there. I couldn't stand the Clone Wars. I thought it was terrible. I mean, I love Ahsoka. I thought she was a brilliant character and I loved the fact it was her driven, but it just never felt right to me. But there was great filler in there. You find out about a lot of really cool characters uh, in Clone Wars, uh, such as Saul Guerrero, which you then see in Rogue Wars, and you I see and you see where he came from, though, and that's all canon. So it's not as if this is I, something that's I get it. outside of, of, but I of just lore. Didn't... Those though, that TV show I, I know, never it, 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 it was, as much as Rebels did. It was a bit tough to to get into and follow along. But uh, I'm just worried we're going to start seeing like the Caravan of Courage happen all over again, and we don't want to go back there. Yeah, but the one I'm excited about as far as these spinoffs is now. Ewan McGregor has grown into the age Obi Wan should be in the in between times between episodes three and four. I'm really excited to see what they can do. Uh, now I know it's all still rumors because nothing has been confirmed about that. But if they if they are to make an Obi Wan movie, which is in talks, you have to bring Ewan McGregor back. He would be such a ama- an amazing. Uh, well, he's already done Obi Wan, so so you know he can do it. But now he's of the age where he needs to be to really pull that role off. Yeah. and that one excites me. I'm not saying there isn't stories to be told. I'm not saying that you know there isn't stuff there. I'm just saying Disney slow down a little bit. No, you're right. Please slow down a little bit. Start thinking carefully because you're just going, oh, let's make a Boba Fett movie because Boba Fett's a cool character. And soon enough, I'm just waiting for them to go, Greedo, a Star Wars story. Yeah, that'd be terrible no no you I, know I, I, I know what you mean i mean Plo Kloon, a star wars story ig88 another star wars story and then i'm gonna be sitting there at 95 years old while you're looking at all these ladies and going all right you lovely dear and me sitting there dobbing into my handkerchief because all i want is episodes four five and six back yeah 
I mean, it, it's like they're trying to squeeze blood from a turnip in the fact that they're just trying to get, you're right, get every single story out. Now, if there are stories to be told, I'm all for hearing those stories. But you're right when they say, hey, let's do a Greedo standalone movie. And I'm just, now they're really just, they're really. No, and we're just going to say that right now. There has been nothing talked about a oh, yeah, Greedo movie. Not, but we're just making I'm a just, point. Yeah, I'm making the point of I'm, you know. Disney has got a lot on its plate. It's trying to push out its own animations and its own movies. It's also pushing out Marvel movies. And I know they own these other studios, so they're letting kind of saying, oh, yeah, you can do that, you can do this, you can do that. But we're getting overloaded movie schedules at this point where we're just like, the movie, the cinema, you know, is is a dying place, really, because with the digital downloads and the digital content these days, how much longer are people really going to want to go to the cinema when you're spending for a family of four to go to the cinema, you're looking at 50 quid. Well, especially and that's with, not money families have got these days. Well, with 4K TVs and people doing in-home cinemas. And then you have Avengers Infinity Wars. I, I know you had this. I think their the release date is August, uh, whereas also Ready Player One has a release date of July. You don't need to wait. But back, you know... 10, 20 years ago, you had to wait years and years sometimes for yeah. movies to go from the theater to your home. And now it's, what, what is this, four months now from the release of Infinity Wars to having it at home? I mean, that, that's, that's ridiculous. We, yeah. we're, we're in such a fast-paced society that you don't have to wait anymore. You don't have to really go to the movies. You've got a 65-inch 4K TV on your wall and surround sound. So why have to go anywhere and pay out when you've already got it at home? Yeah. You can just wait a little bit. You're right. So that was that's my my little. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to discussing it next week. I really am, and I'm. And it will be a spoiler free. It will be a spoiler free review. I'm still looking forward to seeing it. Don't anybody think me wrong because you know what? I'm still massive Star Wars fan. I will always be a massive Star Wars fan, and anything to do with Han Solo, the Millennium Falcon, and Chewbacca, I'm a happy chick. But at the end of the day, I'm just all I'm saying is my apprehension comes from the fact that. There's just not enough about this movie out there to make me go, really, huh? Does Anthony Daniels make an appearance? Does he keep his streak of being in every single? Because up until this point, even Rogue One, he has been in every single Star Wars film as C-3PO. So I'm I'm wondering if Anthony Daniels actually makes his appearance in this one, too. I don't know, but we're going to meet him next week. We are going to meet him at MCM Comic-Con in London. It'll be the, we have a, a Star Wars piece we've been slowly assembling that has Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, Peter Mayhew, Kenny Baker, and those characters, of course, are Han Solo, Princess Leia, Luke Skywalker, R2-D2, and Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Uh, and now we're going to add we C-3PO. The one we had left was C-3PO. So it, it's in a picture Daniels. that has all of them in it from the uh, a cast photo uh, from the set. On the Millennium Falcon, and, and yeah, been waiting to find Anthony Daniels. That'll be really fun to add. So that was my uh, my little thing about um, lovely Solo. No, yeah, and that, that's really the thing that I'm geeking out the most about this week as well. Uh, between that and the new Destiny 2 uh, DLC, I've really enjoyed playing through Warmind, and the Crucible changes and the Sandbox changes with, with the exotic weapons are just a, a blast to play. No, but between Destiny 2 then and Han Solo, and then, again, I'm, I'm not going to see Deadpool 2, but I'm, I'm still excited that Ryan Reynolds Ooh, is out in Deadpool 2. Escape Plan 2 has a trailer. <sighs> Actually looks really good. I might give it a, again, we've talked about my movie theater going time. That, that will be a rental for me. That will not be one I will go That's see in fine. the movie. It does look really good, though. Okay. <laughs> you need to watch the trailer because it actually does look pretty cool. For Escape Plan 2. Yeah. And it's okay. got Drax in it. Come on. Yeah. I like
like Drax. Drax is not a bad character. He's all right. You're so cynical. I am. <laughs> but I think we're, are we done for the night? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That went quick. We didn't, we didn't dabba 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 da on about everything. We, we did. We did. We still did. Okay. You might not have th- thunked that we did, but we, we did thunked. Oh, I was, I know what else I was going to talk about as well. Um, we've been getting back Thought to listening think. to some books again recently. And um, really excited because one of our favorite series, Off to Be the Wizard, has a new book called Out of Spite, Out of Mind coming out next month. So that's really exciting. Um, one we've just finished, though, it's a book that's um, really interesting, especially if you're more to the fantasy. It was called Sufficiently Advanced Magic. And I actually got to say, I quite enjoyed it. It was a bit of a change of tempo from what we've been listening to because we've been listening to Ready Player One and Armada and things like that. And it was a bit of a change of um, scene, being more the fantasy line, but actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it it was one that uh, I'm excited for the second book as well, which I wasn't expecting it to be a series like that. Yeah. Uh, And so the fact that it ended and left it wide open, I actually, I, I really enjoy that because I enjoy... Uh, the reason why I really love the Marvel movies is because movies have transitioned from being two-hour, self-contained well, movies yeah. to now just continuing. And we have this now Marvel cinematic universe where after every movie, you know that's not the end. Yeah. And, and I like that. I, li- I like a story that will continue and the fact that there's going to be more added on to this, the, the, this thing that I've really invested my, my time, my effort, my money into. Oh, and now there's going to be more. That's awesome. And the fact that this book, and again, it's not it's the best selling point, Rowe. but it was it was a fun book. Yeah, it's definitely fun. I'm actually listening to a new one at the moment um, that's been it's it's very different. I think I'm going to leave it till next week to talk about because I haven't got quite all the way through it. But I've got to say, so far I've laughed out loud. Literally, I have lolled. <laughs> several times at it now it's it's very much more fantasy based again but i've actually like i was just kind of doing some making some cookies this afternoon i had it on in the kitchen and i was just kind of listening to it la 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 la, la and then i literally nearly spat in the cookies because it made me laugh so hard oh, so i'm actually quite enjoying this new one it's a different change of pace but i'm just enjoying getting back into some more like books and stuff which has been really great yeah but the one that livy was talking about before essentially your, your lead character he has to go through this challenge in the beginning of the book where he earns this attunement mark. And everybody, mm-hmm. uh, once they reach a certain age, take this challenge, earn this attunement mark. And the attunement mark will, will tell you what you're good at with your magic, whether it be fighting or manipulating matter or doing different things. And then from there, it, it kind of progresses into the, the story of why this this chosen hero is so important and, and we, we, he doesn't feel like he's important but he really has the power to change uh, the course of this entire nation and it, it's a lot of fun it's it's fantasy and and monsters and magic and all that good stuff I like it yeah I do so it's called sufficiently advanced magic Livy will have a link Andrew on the Rowe. Facebook page and then she'll give it to me and I'll put it on Facebook or on Instagram and Twitter uh, which our handles are. The Geek UG. On Facebook and for Twitter. The Geek UG. And for Instagram. The Geek UG. Are you sensing a theme here? Yes. We have dominated the market. What's the word? Monopolized. We have a monopoly on the Geek UG, which is not the the coolest thing, but I tried to get the Geek Underground, and I could have gotten it on two of the three. 
Two of the but three had three the geek. I, I couldn't get three of three. There's even the URL, the webpage. The Geek Underground is there. But because I couldn't, I wanted consistency across everything. Um, I had to try a, something different. I will get the Geek Underground webpage as well as the Geek UG. So you can just go to the Geek UG and it will direct you to anyways. We'll have merchandising. Go. We'll have all kinds of fun stuff at some point. Merchandising, points. merchandising. But that will be episode 100. Do you know what? That we'll have merchandising. Dad said this week, he's like, I want a t-shirt. You need to get t-shirts printed so you can go to Comic-Con with Geek Underground t-shirts. That would be fun. And I said, Dad, when we get t-shirts done, you're getting the first one, mate. Oh, and I think we got a great logo. That that 8-bit Geek yeah. Underground logo. It's I amazing. Love whoever made that is just fun. I just got to give that guy a high five. Kickstarter. Kickstarter for t-shirts? Yeah. We can just print t-shirts and be like, $20, 20 pounds, pick up a t-shirt. No. Well, we'll give your dad one. No. What, you want people to – well, they kickstart is the same as buying one. So we say, hey, buy one. Okay. $20. <laughs> 20 pound. See, 20 pound doesn't flow like $20. 20 quid. 20 dollar. 20 dollar. No? 20 quid. All right. Yeah. I don't want to make anything on them. Just, just get it out there. Be fun. Whatever. I know. Okay, so we're going to say goodnight for now. Oh, is it over? Oh, we're going to say a quick hello. We do. Why? To the guys at NWA. Oh, yeah, noobs with attitude. I was uh, talking to some of our clan members on Destiny 2, Destiny 2, about the fact that we... (laughs) Did I say Destiny 2? Destiny (laughs) 2. Destiny 2 uh, about our podcast, and I wanted to give a shout-out to, to Noobs with Attitude. If you want to join a clan in Destiny 2, you can join us. We're uh, very active, and you get lots of really good engrams. You do. A lot of clan engrams. Because our, well, our clan is getting more active again with this new DLC yeah. update. Uh, we'd love to have you, so join us. Noobs with Attitude. Noobs with Attitude. And if you join us, shoot us a link as well uh, on one of our social media feeds just so that we know to look for you. To, we'll join you in some some games if we see you online. And it'll and be a lot of fun. And look for Techno Sugar and Tasmanian Flea. There are our handles online if you're looking for us. If you see us playing, come and give us a wave or, you know, shoot your little guns in front of us or whatever it is because, you know, yep. I've got my little six shooter now. Good job. I do. And my little broom. It's the emotes, awesome. like like in Fortnite, have your dances. Destiny has the emotes. All the games have their emotes now, uh, and so you'll have certain special of those emotes that extra things happen, which is uh, which but is a lot of fun. You'll never see my character. None of my characters flossing. No, no, no. I, if if I got the floss dance, I'd floss. I'm not gonna floss. I won't dab. I've never dabbed, and I will not floss. But that's it. The show's over. And Groot's dead. Why? Why, James Gunn? Your children are asleep. Yeah, I don't care. Groot is dead. Good night, people all around the world. Why? We love you. James Gunn. And we will see you you. next week with loads of stuff about Solo. But no spoilers. It will be a spoiler-free review. We love you. And be unique. And from the Geek Underground, don't forget to be awesome. Uh, We love you guys. Have a great night and... Thank you. Don't forget to be awesome. Bye! The Geek Underground will return next week. But until then, don't forget to be awesome.